What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Throughline Podcast. Uh, God, it's the middle of the summer. Are you enjoying it? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, I don't really have much to say. You know what I mean? If you if you're watching, you know, you know. Sometimes I'm just going to get into it, and uh, I'm excited this week because um, there's a great show in LA called uh, the Hot Tub Show with. Uh, Kurt Bronholer and Kristen Schaal, uh, both great comedians, awesome people, and it's run by two amazing people, uh, Joel and Mandy. They run the Super Serious show as well. If you're ever in L.A. on a Monday night, the Hot Tub Show with the Virgil, one of the best shows in town, and uh, I was there the other night, and this week's guest, I was, I'm like, oh, Shane, Shane Torres who's this week's guest was on the lineup and I'm like, Oh my God, if he's in town for a little bit, cause he lives in New York. I'm like, I got to have him on the podcast and you're going to love this week's. Show. It's so awesome. It's so, let me just tell you guys, I've been finding a lot of freedom lately. I've been finding freedom and just talking about things that I really like and things that, uh, ideas that are, you know, it's funny, but at the same time just mean something to me. And I feel like a lot of you out there responding, letting me know that you enjoy it and that's things that you question as well. So I'm going to keep doing it. And, uh, and I got to say, uh, great response from the solo episode. So I'm going to do another one of those and maybe do more of those. So, uh, I like doing it and I like getting questions from you guys. If you have questions or things you want me to talk about, send them in to me. You can hit me up on Instagram, J Larson Commie. You can send in my email, holiday bakery productions at Gmail. Uh, maybe I'll start another email. I don't want another email. I got a Facebook. I got a Facebook fan. Then we had to start another Facebook fan page because they shut us out because of content. And then I got a Twitter. I never go to Twitter. Fuck it. I have an email. I want to start another email. That's six things that I got to make. For what? It's too much. But maybe I will. Um, also, this week, want to give a shout out to Whiskey, the Whiskey Lifestyle. Go check them out. My good friend runs his brand. It's clothing, hats, and uh, they do interviews. Go to... Uh, whiskey lifestyle check them out it's just a a cool brand and i love them and my buddy griffin who runs it it's a great company with cool swag so if you're into it you like it they make cool hats he does a lot of cool stuff they have cool blogs cool interviews check out the whiskey lifestyle um and let me tell you a little bit of this this week's guest i i can't remember where shane and i met um but i remember instantly loving this guy he's the kind of guy that you're around and like every he just makes you feel comfortable you know and I think you'll pick up on a lot of stuff. We have a lot of the same viewpoints, I think, on things, which, you know, sometimes can be a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. With him, it's a great thing. Uh, you can check out his website, shaneisacomedian.com. He's got a really cool web series called Shane Torres Conquers Fear. We talk a little bit about it at the end of the podcast. It's an interesting idea. And uh, check him out on social media. This week, if you're in Chicago, Shane is in Chicago at Zanies. They have two locations. He's there Monday through Saturday. Uh, three nights at one, three at the other. So if you haven't seen him already this week, you know, because the episode is Thursday, check him out. His stand-up is so awesome. He, and if, if, you're, if you can't get to it or you don't live in Chicago, go Google Shane Torres Guy Fieri or Shane Torres Conan. It's one of the best jokes. His take on Guy Fieri is hilarious and refreshing and awesome. And I just, I love this guy to death. And uh, I hope you enjoy this week's episode as much as I did recording it. And uh, 
as always, I appreciate you listening. Share with friends. If there's things in here that you like, send it to a friend. Like, yo, you got to peep this. Um, you guys are the best. Enjoy Shane Torres. Look how patient you are. You just sit there. You're ready. Um, well, we were just saying, I said that I don't think people, adults, should be able to have birthdays celebrated in grand fashion every year. I think once you hit 40, it's every five years. 45th, yeah, throw a bender. 50th, but giant parties at for 42-year-olds? You think it, that- It's just a construct. Like, your five-year rule is no different than the one-year rule, in my mind. There's no... See, There's no why, way you're thinking. Like it's not like you just think people. it's a satisfying number because it's in a. It's like in a divisible way, you know. Like so, you're saying I should like appreciate more time. I mean, you're thinking about it a lot deeper than I would. I just like Who was why not it? have a birthday party? It's fine. You don't have to have one, but I don't. Sticking to a five year rule seems a little stringent. Yeah, and, and, and actually. It's, Kind of more stringent than a one year, doing one every year. You know what Robert Kelly? Robert Kelly said, "I forget how old he is." You know Bobby Kelly? Uh, yeah, I've met him. I, w- I just met him actually. Okay, yeah. yeah. He said he goes, uh, "You know what? I'm forty, whatever." He goes, "I got thirty summers left. Thirty summers left, so I don't have time for bullshit." So maybe you know that's the thing. Like you know what? Yeah, you only have thirty birthdays left. Maybe you celebrate them. I just look at it like if you're throwing a rager every year. Come on. You know what I mean? Throw a rager every well, fifth. But well, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to have a party every year. I don't do it myself. I say, hey, we're going to go to this bar and have drinks. I don't have... Yeah. I, I always do that. That's like, I'm not... I end up planning a birthday party for myself. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's not a big deal. It's either. a big deal. It's, it's a, a big f- fucking deal. No, I don't. I don't maybe you... <laughs> I don't you know. You said off mic. Maybe I just need to throw myself more birthdays. I think you do. When's your birthday? <sighs> February 3rd. February 3rd. You know what it is, I think? When I was young... My mom, one year, my 16th and 17th, or 17th and 18th, I can't remember, back-to-back years, back-to-back years, threw me surprise parties. (laughs) I mean... And and I remember at the second one, I got home, and all these people are at my house, and I went into my bedroom and bawled. I was, like, appalled. I'm like, I do not want attention on myself. What is this? This is ridiculous. Said the stand-up comedian, actor, writer, podcaster. But the but thing like, is, for me, when I'm on stage, that's my time. That's when I get my attention. I don't... You I'm could argue the, that your birthday is... There's no more time that is your time than your birthday. That's a good point. And yeah. which I started doing, like, maybe eight years ago, I started being like, you know what, on my birthday, that's my day. But what I do is I take it for myself, and, like, I go out, and I do stuff. When I meet, when I see people, I, you know, I love talking to people in general. Yeah. But I'll talk to people, like, You're always having a today. story, like, oh, I was walking down the street, and I just talked to this guy for two hours. Like every, Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's that's very, just me. Yeah, I get it. It is. It's very chatty Kathy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I went to the cigar bar and started. You were telling me about this last night. crazy guy. He, yeah. like, knows my neighbors. I'm yeah, like, and so I saw, random. I drove, when I drove on. Drove up to your house. I saw the black house you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the guy he was talking about, is he like kind of a like a fit-looking bald dude, short hair? No. Oh, you, oh wait. Yeah. I mean, your neighbor? Yeah, yeah he yeah. shaved like tats every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw him? Yeah, I saw him. I was like, that's Dave. That's so funny, man. That's what, but now I'm going to remember that. Yeah. yeah. I just think... Um, no, so I do do that, and for my 40th, I threw a big party for like a weekend, and everybody went away, and we had a blast, and I was like, yeah, celebrate yourself, it's great, and like when it's my kids' birthdays, I celebrate the hell out of them, but uh, you know, maybe I will, maybe I turn 40, God, I turned 44 this year, how old are you? I'm 37. 37. Yeah. Let me, let's I'm talk. I'm a young to- man. You know what's, 
<laughs> what? You should celebrate birthdays. Did you ever see I'm that movie before the before the devil knows you're dead? No. Uh, I think it was a school just called like Ethan Hawke and Philip Seymour Hoffman versus Tomei and Albert Finney. Oh, sounds like a horrible cast. Yeah, really, bunch of fucking turds. Uh, it's a very depressing movie, yeah. but there's a the saddest scene to me was like Albert Finney's like playing their dad and he's like 66 and it's his birthday uh-huh. and he's got to go get his driver's license renewed that was like that was uh, like the that, is that was like just like uh that's what, like that's his big plan for his birthday yeah to, totally and i was just like Ugh, god like how about I if don't you want got pulled that? over that day and then they were like yeah man this is expired like it's my birthday dude look <laughs> My dad got a ticket on his birthday. He did? Yeah, from a cop. I remember that. Oh, my God. What a fucking dick. What'd they say? They were like, they wrote him a tune, like, happy birthday. And my dad was like, thanks. You know Josh Adam Myers? Yeah, I do. He got arrested on his birthday, and he was, like, so banged up about it, he he started like, come on, man, it's my birthday. And the cops like, he's got, like, they have him in cuffs and stuff. And like, oh, it's your birthday? And he's like, yeah, man. They're like, hold on a second. And the cop goes over and gets, like, three other cops, and they come back, and he's like... Listen, man, I had no idea it was your birthday. And he's like, oh, man, this is amazing. And then they all sang happy birthday to him <laughs> and arrested him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What is it with us as comics that we love hearing stuff where someone... I mean, that's a ridiculous thing. It yeah, is. And like, I mean, you might... I guess as we talk about ourselves and talk to each other so much, we get to hear these stories all the time. But yeah. you could... If we weren't comics, like we both just worked at an H&R block and then like... You know, like one year at the Christmas party, we're both a little loaded, and then you see like a bunch of packing peanuts, and it goes, ah, this time I had these packing peanuts, and I just put them all in my buddy's car and filled them up. You're like, I never knew that fucking story about you. I've been working with you for 25 years. Whereas like all we do is fucking gab with one another. and feels Yeah. yeah. That's our job. It's pretty, pretty great. That's why you say like, you feel like I'm always chatting to someone out there. That's literally. You are always chatting to someone. I am. I can't stop. It doesn't matter where I am. I what I said something. You like that about yourself too. I just love it in general because I love catching people off guard and seeing like what they're gonna say. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I saw this woman one time like debating tomato sauces at Whole Foods, and I just leaned <laughs> over to her. Like and, she had like just one in each hand kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, one in each hand, yeah. just kind of looking, and I just lean over and I go, uh, "Is price an issue?" And she goes, "What?" I goes, is price an issue? She's like, no. And I go, you got to go with the Rayos. That's where you got to be. Why would you go with anything else? And I just love throwing at people. What did she do? So how, do how do you tell that story and then not tell me what she does? Well, I'll tell you. So, like, <laughs> I love doing that with people because, I mean, I do this every single day. With If you're in vicinity of me, look out. I'm going to talk. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Why do you she, think they make that like that? Huh? You, that's you. That's my impression. You're like, yeah. you're just walking and just like. What do you think that archway is like that? What do you think they do that for? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. You're full, huh? you're full of wonder. Yeah. That's good. And uh, so then I, I kind of left her and went up to pay for my stuff, but I forgot something. So like in the middle of my checkout, I'm like, oh, I got to run and grab something. They're checking me out. And I run and she's in the aisle, like the bread aisle. I had to get bread. And I, I stopped, looked in her cart and she had the rails and I go, I like where you're at. I like where you're at. <laughs> What did she do? What was her? I think she just like laughed. You know. Okay. I mean? Yeah. Okay. It's rare that I don't get people like enjoying what I'm you, doing. That you don't get a pop out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you get do you get into it with people? A or little you bit. Like the other day, I was like leaving. Uh, I was coming from a spot and walking to another spot just around the corner, and in uh, L.A. and New York. Okay. Uh, and there were these two ladies in front of me, and this uh, this huge jacked dude, like this guy, like a bodybuilder type, 
was wearing like one of their you know those skinny uh tank tops that are like they wouldn't fit over like a, a teenage girl you know like yes. they're so th- and just huge and you know the short shorts and all this kind of stuff and I saw he walked by us and I saw the ladies in front of me. I could see one of their faces. She just goes, hmm. like she made them this face, and I was like, just behind him. I go, I know, right? And they just started laughing. <laughs> and I was like, what do you think that's like? <laughs> and I just went. They were sort of tired. I just went into my spot. And just, just, that's it. Yeah. But that's the thing. You know what? Because the way I look at it is like, you are altering people's day. They were gonna. They were set on a path. It might make them laugh for the rest of their. It yeah. might change their whole day. Yeah. They, they were set on a path of how the day was gonna go, and then it. You took them off that path, and then whether they come back to this or decide to go this way, I mean, they may have left there and been like on their way to dinner, and then passed like a a bowling alley and seen a guy like let's bowl. Who it, knows? It's very. This is a thing I did do. I was uh, I was in Minneapolis and I was checking in really early to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And the person behind the counter was transitioning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, uh, I think I'm going to get this right. She, he was transferring to she, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, or maybe, either way, I kept calling him the wrong, like I kept, yes, uh, yes, maybe no. Like I kept doing that. Because and then, the appropriate thing to do is call them by what they're transitioning to. Yes. Not from. Yeah. Yes. And I was doing the wrong one. Yeah. And I was and I, was, I noticed it halfway through and I saw their name tag so I just started saying their name instead. Uh-huh. And uh and then the later that day I felt really bad cuz they were not, you know, like and then I was like on stage at the club and I go, "Hey, I'm just going to bring this up. Would you guys apologize for this?" And I just and a few people were like, "Yeah, definitely." And some people were like, "No, it might be weird." And then I just I, so I went I left my spot and I went I had some drinks and I saw the person uh that was working the graveyard shift when I came in and I, and I was like, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, hey, I know earlier when I checked in, I was saying it like this and like this. And and then uh, she was like, thank you so much. She was like, honestly, I never, it just, I get it all the time, so I don't think about it, but I really appreciate you yeah, that's coming amazing. up and saying it. And then we had this whole funny exchange because their name was Neil on their name tag. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and I was like, uh, and I'm sorry, and it's Shane, by the way, Neil, right? And she goes, Oh no! This is my coworker's name tag. So I was like, "So you 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 the tripled me?" Yeah. <laughs> and then we were like laughing. And then every night, like I'd be coming in late from my spots or coming from a bar after my spots, and they'd be like, "How you doing? How was your night? How were your show? you know?" Like we had a we got friendly. It was of cool. Of course. Anytime yeah. you break down that wall of not knowing. Yeah. And it was just cool to do the right, the right thing. And they were like, they were also like, "You were right. Like you're right. I am doing this." And I just started the pills. So yeah. And then it was. It was really cool. It would, yeah. it would have sucked if you were wrong. Yeah. Just like, ugh. Just... But, you know, how lucky are you? And that's why I think because, like, you know, I think so many people have this weird thing about, like, well, I don't fucking, if you want to transition, I don't fucking care. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like this, people are still getting used to the idea yeah, that it's still you can new. Do this. It is still new. Of course. Well, yeah. And, like, so some people are going to be behind. Yes. And, what I'm saying is I think you're lucky to have met that person because it gives you the ability to, like, understand it better. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And, like, I mean, the, I guess the uh, the education of it is, like, you know, like, pay a little more attention. Like, you know, there's still... For sure. That's what I would want Yeah. if someone just kept, yeah, like, saying, like, a, not offending me, but, like, miss, you know, like, yeah. mistagging me is the word I'm... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and you know what? I think, like... Um, in situations like that, like when I did, uh, I did a show in Portland and one of the, the security people was transitioning to a woman 
from a man and she was the best and like I made it a point to go out of my way to like talk more and be like supportive not of I didn't mention anything about the transitioning yeah about just how great it was having her there every night because like she was just was this, awesome which club was this a club or helium was this, yeah 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 it's my home club yeah oh yeah dude yeah 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 that's right yeah oh my god dude we gotta talk about Portland and so <laughs> and it just like it wasn't like an organic decision it didn't just happen i made a decision to make that effort because i felt like um, and like, it goes a long way you can also it goes feel a long the way you can also feel the tone of how they wanted to go after that too which is very important like like 100 i appreciate man. that which yeah. yeah maybe but you can still be like they appreciate it but they don't want any more of me you know like they're yeah, get they're gonna also be a part of that too trust yeah. me i know when people don't want any more of me <laughs> it's about 40 I, minutes i stick around no i think that's a long time <laughs> We walked out of a, a restaurant the other night, and there was this gay dude. I, I'm pretty sure he was gay. Yeah. And he was just standing up against the wall, and he just looked dope. And I just stopped, and I go, look at this. I like everything <laughs> I see right here. And he goes, thank you. And I'm like, ugh, top to bottom. And he goes, well, what is it that you like? I'm like, the pants. God, I love the pants. I like a guy with no belt. You know those pants that have, like, that piece of cloth that flop over and, like, button on that side? Yeah, they kind of latch almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you don't wear a belt. That's a just, that's a certain kind of guy that's going to pull that off. You, I mean, you got to be felt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like we like leave, and then we're walking around the corner, and my wife looks at me. She's like, "What is he? What is? Why do you always?" Have? I'm like, "What do you mean? That guy looked great." It just makes people feel better. Yeah, it does. Oh wait, so you're not from Portland though? No, you're I'm from, from Texas originally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What part? Fort Worth. So where is that? By the water. By the Texas is so damn big. It's yeah, like there's as, so many huge cities in Texas. Dallas is like 45 minutes east of us. 45, 45 minutes east. Yeah. What's in Fort Worth? Is there a college there? Uh, TCU's there. Oh, okay, yeah. TCU's there. Uh, Lockheed Martin's there. Uh, it's based. Is they it have green. Some, what is it green? No, I mean it's like Texas. It's kinda, but it's uh, there's. I mean there's there, there's foliage and greenery, but it's not like a green place. It's not like Portland or something like that. You know, like yeah. yeah. I mean. Because uh, like I've seen- it's green like it is out here by your beach where you have some dead dead yards but also some you know like yeah yeah um, fairly green I guess but Fort Worth is I mean it was a big cattle town uh, Texas Instruments is there I think and th- so there's T. like Ti baby yeah yeah Ti eighty three <laughs> the graphing Cal- uh, Texas yeah. Instruments I remember when they came out and there's a t- and there's a ton of medical stuff there too so so it's a big community yeah I mean it's about a million people in Fort Worth. Damn. Yeah, but it's growing, grown and grown and grown and grown. Yeah. Last place Kennedy ever slept. Jesus. <laughs> Is that on the sign? When That's on enter? the. It's on the side of the hotel I stayed in when I played the club. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't let you forget it. No yeah. fucking way. Like, you want to know what? This yes. is all he remembers. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a dumb thing to put on. <laughs> I mean, we live in such a crazy time. Anyway, with like technology happening all the time, like things are changing constantly. Can you imagine having been a citizen in this country and the president was murdered? That would be crazy. Yeah, and like what a mark of shame it was. Like, there's still people like you know he died what sixty three or sixty six he was shot. I don't know the exact year, but. But like I remember, like, like so there's still people alive that remember it yeah, clearly. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom. Yeah, and well, he was yeah, and he was a Massachusetts guy too. Yeah, so, yeah trust yeah. me, there was a picture of Kennedy in my my grand my aunt's house. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Kennedys, dude. Were, and something with my family, the Kennedys and the royal family, like they were obsessed with. Yeah, we. I was in Ireland like a month ago, two months ago, visiting my aunties and doing shows, and we went. I'm from not far. 
my family is not far from where Kennedy is from. Oh, really? Or like his family. Yeah. And uh, they uh, they erected a, a like a copper statue of John F. Kennedy in this little like Irish village. I'm like, why is this even? <laughs> it's so such a crazy. weird thing. They also have an Obama. Like st- really, it's so weird. Like, like you know, he's not Irish, guys. Yeah, you can't, you can't have everybody. <laughs> they, they really want him, though. Yeah, like, no, but there's like a bridge or something. I can't remember what it was. I didn't see the Obama one, but I was like, but my uncle was telling me about it, and I was like, Eddie was like, why do they have this thing of of Obama? And he goes, who the fuck knows? Like, we don't know. Yeah, Eddie's all right. They got a Mondale. <laughs> statue welcome to the Walter Mondale I house. mean what the fuck <laughs> do you get back there a lot to, I mean dude can we talk about your eyes I mean do girls just like all the time they do like, okay yeah. what about whatever about your peepers too oh I got great eyes yeah you got great, great eyes I, I, I gotta lock somebody in with these things pretty soon. but you got these like crystal blue oh mine, thanks man mine are sunflower eyes you're some. <laughs> Dude, my wife hates when I say that. No, I have like that. I have this yellow in the middle of my eyes. Oh, do you really? Yeah, like around like your pupil. And my daughter and my son both have it. My wife, she has like green eyes, and they have like a light brown around the center of hers. But yours are just like pupil blue. I look like my ma. Yeah, was that your, your my ma? ma had eyes like that? Yeah, really. Yeah. Do your kids look like you, or do they look like your wife, or do, or do they look like a mix of both of you? Like I look. Because my, my brother's kids look like him oh like, really yeah, yeah 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 see i look at my kids and i can't see anything but them you know what i mean like i don't see any i'm just like that's very sweet i, I can't i just doesn't compute but um uh, and i'll get back to that in a second but if you look at a picture of me at one and my daughter at one it's like identical like i had long curly hair oh really yeah it's like we have a picture of her sleeping and one of me sleeping and we had them on the fridge for a while and i would say to people i'm like who do you, who's who do you think that is? And they're like River, and I go, who's that? And they go River, and I'm like, no, those are that's me, that's her. They're like, no fucking way. I'm like, dude, you don't see that? That's a 1970s Polaroid. <laughs> but like, we looked identical. Do you? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be kind of like a cool feeling to see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what though? Like, so when you just tripped out on the idea that like I can't see anything in them but them, I used to have this like thought that would used to run through my head a lot when I was in social settings, and I'd be talking to people. And I'd be having full-blown conversations, but the only thing that would be going on in my head was, how do these people see you? You know what I mean? Because I, we can't see ourselves. Like, even as me sitting here talking, I'm looking at you. Yeah. I can't see my face. I hear my words. And I used to just sit there. I'm like, what do these people see when I'm talking? Are they? Do they see me how as are something they different than yeah. me? Yeah. Because you know when you like, which again, back to your point about... Um, just the idea with that uh, woman who's transitioning. Anytime you you see someone that you don't know anything about, right? Especially through social media, is like completely consumes us. Like we just look at people like, oh, they're doing so great. Yeah. But if you talk to them, you, you'll humanize them and, and be less like, oh, than less, just less like and you. less. I do. I think they're doing so great. Yeah. Like, I'm like, or I, they're doing terribly, and you realize you just if you just talk to people, then it like. You take all the mystery out, and you just make them a normal human being. So yeah, well, yeah, you you literally humanize them as a you're like yeah, yeah. you're pulling them out of the picture frame a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. and judging and like you yeah. know making them yeah. into something. And so, what was the point going to be? Anyway, so I know that like I couldn't. I I sometimes like see people and like the way they do things or how they dress, and I'm just like, oh, that person's like X. And then you'll talk to them, you're like, oh, they're just a person, just like me and you. Yeah. So then I would be like, oh, do people 
because I only see myself as just like I, I always just see myself as I'm like this average dude who likes being outside and loves people. But some people might look at me and be like, "This guy is X or Y or Z." And I oh yeah, there's a ton of yeah. I think that like I'm like, I'm not doing like some people will come up and be like, "You're doing so great." Like I haven't seen for a while that I grew up with or something. They saw like my Conan or something. They're like, "Man, you must be killing it. You're doing so great." And I'm like, "I'm hanging in there." Yeah, dude, I'm eating beefaroni. Yeah, God, I wish. (laughs) Yeah, I know that shit was the best. But I mean, you're an intimidating guy. You, you think so? I mean? Physically, you don't think? No, I mean, I Bigger don't. Bigger guy, you got long hair, you know what I mean? The, Your like, eyes soften you, but like. Oh, I get, I, I mean, I've heard that before, but I don't think that. I, I know I'm big, and like, you sure. know, like, but like, I don't, it's weird to me that people see me that way, because I just, I'm like, yeah, I'm big, but I'm like, I feel like I'm, I don't know, I guess I don't think like, a people, I don't think that's the first thing people, when they see me, I don't think that's like what they absorb but maybe it is you know no i mean i don't know yeah yeah but like i just i do know that probably 85 percent of racism comes from the idea of what we think someone that we don't know about looks like yes yeah i mean like a hoodie a hoodie became oh yeah that's fucking can cannot wear object that's based on racism that's fucking crazy i know yeah it's but you know what i mean i guess something that people do i guess it is like i so i live in bed-stuy and there's like always guys hanging out late at night. Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Like just on their porches or whatever, you know, yeah. like not causing any trouble. They're just sitting there drinking and like maybe smoking pot or, something, or bullshitting, yeah. you know. And no one ever like by my one of my roommates, she's like a, a she's a little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes she's just like. <laughs> little thing? A little thing. What's up, little it's thing? Just, sometimes she'll just be like. um uh, you know, she gets home fine. No, no one ever bothers her, but she's just like, I'm a little lady. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm using these guys as an example because we go, we both walk by. I'm like, she's like, I'm just scared sometimes because there's just a bunch of guys. You know, like, oh. and I'm never, I'm like, yeah, I guess. Well, you know, like, you know, like maybe I am a little bit, but I'm also just like, it's because there's six of them. You know, like, you're like yeah. I don't think of it in the same way. And also, I'm like, I'm pretty... Like, I, Then I do think, like, I am pretty big. I can probably, you know, like, yeah. go well enough. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I get that. Well, two things. One, I never even understood... You know, it's... Uh, the idea of, like, a neo-feminist movement that's been going on the last couple of years, you know? I never even considered the idea until talking to some female comics, and they were like... You know, when you finish a show in anywhere, San Francisco or Boston, New York, Austin, wherever, Fort Myers, name it. As a dude, when you walk home from the club to the hotel at one in the morning, you you don't even consider it. You just walk home. Yeah. But for a woman, it's, it's a, a whole, whole different ballgame. It's ball a game. whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. And I never even... It's fucking like... I my, just wasn't aware it's of... It's crazy that you don't... like yeah, that. Yeah. And my friend was in an Uber, and now, and she had been drinking, and uh, it was during that. Did you hear about that story? That guy just pulled up like he was an Uber, and he, like, he murdered this poor girl. Like, it, like, and this was a few months ago, mm-hmm. but no, she was but... drinking, and the people were like, "Oh, she was drinking. She just got in the wrong car." It's like Uber exists because people are drinking. drinking. Like this fucking poor girl didn't do anything. Like. You know how many times I've opened the wrong door to a car that I thought was my Uber? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's like, it's just one of those things of like, that's how scary it is. Like, you know, one, like. I got in one time, and the guy goes, 
Doug? And I go, what's up, Doug? Jay he goes, no, are you Doug? <laughs> and I was like, no. I'm like, I think that's Doug right there. Um, yeah, I know that's yeah. And and that's how scary. Like even the, a thing we think is safe for us. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to get. Like, yeah. Which is and why I was that... like, well, then text me when you get home. You know, like, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I never even considered all that. I, I just, you know, just because one, it never affected me. You know, yeah, yeah. Because you don't people, know if it's not something. You know, and so, but basically, two things. I I still see women be like, oh, me too. Okay, enough. You know what I mean? Enough with it. And then you're just like, well, if the Me Too movement didn't happen or isn't happening, then we're not going to be aware of the idea that, like, even walking home at 1 o'clock in the morning is a scary idea for a woman. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, you got to push the extreme just to make people aware of this, you know? Yeah, I think you have, like, movements don't happen subtly. So change doesn't happen subtly. Like, change happens subtly, but, like, you need a push. You like, you don't go, I, like, in my opinion, you can't just be like, can we please have you stop hurting us? Like, yeah, that's yeah. not how it... Yeah. You have to be willing to hit somebody in the nose or whatever like whatever the analogy is. So, like, I... You know, and sometimes I do think things go can go too far. Yeah, yeah. of course. Me too. But I do no see, the, see the... Re- <laughs> see the reason in it. Like, yes, like... Which and is- why it makes sense. And then, like... But if you're talking to, like, a reasonable person, whatever the movement happens to be, they'll be like, I see what you're... A lot yeah, of the time, they'll see course. what you're saying. And, like, these which are is why that, I'm saying we but, like, all need to talk more to other people because then you break oh. down these... Bar- like, those people you're walking by, for example. When yeah. I was living in Venice, right? This was... Are we not in Venice now? No. We're in Mar Vista. But we're close to But Venice. we're very close. Okay. Yeah. So I lived in Venice from 2000 to 2006 or seven, And... You really like the beach, huh? Yeah, you know what? I was just like, if I'm going to live here, why would I not live near it? And it was just so peaceful. I didn't. I also didn't come here with like knowing I was going to be a stand-up, knowing that if you live on the west side, it's going to make your life a lot harder for auditions, meetings, yeah. shows. And then I just got used to it. I'm like, well, you know what? The hour drive for everything I have to go to is worth waking up and having it cool in the morning with an ocean breeze. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, that's an interesting thing. But also, it was a blessing that it was difficult for you at first because then you don't recognize that oh, it's yeah. difficult. Like, yeah, that's a, like a, way, a thing. Like, when I first got to New York, I was living on my buddy's couch for a while and paying, like, you know, this much money. And then I'd be walking dogs and, and doing Postmates and all this stuff. And it was all super hard. Yeah. But I didn't know any other way of New York. Totally. So, so now then it was just like, well... Yeah, of yeah, course. I'm so, yeah. Ignorance is innocent. Yeah, like, yeah. When I first started doing stand up, people were like, You started in LA? Isn't I was super talking to Fortune about that this morning. She like she With started who? Fortune. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh She's so damn nice. Yeah, she's great. It was like I was doing her and Papa of that radio show now mm-hmm. and I was there and then she was just like, Yeah, I started at the comedy store. I was like, That's fucking insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I started that was the first club I got past that. And, like, for a lot of people, that's where you start because it's the only club in L.A. that develops comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, everybody else comes in form to a degree yeah, at other there's, places. there's no room. It, like, you go to the comedy store, you get a job as a door guy or work in the phones, and then you get to, like, even now, every show at the comedy store is opened by a door guy. You get five minutes, you open the show. One, it's the hardest spot. Two, you only get five minutes, and it's a chance, like, they're developing. So you, you have one minute to get attention. That top, like, <sighs> I mean... And you got to... And everyone's just getting seated. They're getting yeah. their drinks. Yeah. You know, it's tough. Yeah. But so you got to come out comedy. firing quick. Yeah. 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 That's why I noticed that with New York comics when I first got there because, like, everybody gets three-minute sets, you know? Yeah. Like, and you're like, Jesus Christ, these guys are punchy. You know, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, and they get to it quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is good and bad. It helps yeah, you in course. a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
what I was going to say is I was living in Venice and I lived in like an area where there were gang members lived on my street. Right. So like it wasn't a super safe area at times. I never felt in danger. Yeah. Even one night my roommate came over to me and we both had like girlfriends over and he's like, Hey, can I talk to you for a sec? And I was like, yeah. And we lived in this little like house and next to us was an apartment building that had all your doors. The apartments were to the outside and there was like four on the first floor and four on the second. And there was like a stairway up and then a, uh, porch stairway down yeah and he, so he kicks me over to the window and outside our house was a little patio or like walkway to a guest house and then like the fence and then that property and all on the step going up to that second balcony were like 10 dudes 11 dudes all wearing bandanas over their faces all with semi-automatic weapons jesus christ and what had happened was a dude in a rival gang who lived in my neighborhood had just got out and these guys were coming to get him because he just got out of jail. So like when I tell people that there were gangs, people are like, Oh, we're there. You live in a gang neighborhood. And you just, for, you just don't, unless you've ever lived there, you don't realize like, yeah, you can live in peaceful neighborhoods that have gangs, right? Yeah. yeah it doesn't, it's not going to be. Yeah. Or like, yeah, it doesn't mean and, that it's like, yeah, it doesn't mean that. Uh, you know, everything is just a constant gunfire. Yeah, of yeah, course. Like, yeah. But, so as an example, I got to know all the guys on my street and girls, right? Yeah. And I remember coming out to my car one morning to move for street cleaning, and one of the guys is coming to my place. And he's like, yo, I'll just come to get you. You got to move your car, man, street cleaning. Another time I come out to my car, and I would leave my windows down. Like, I'm a big believer, like... Uh, you put up a fence, people are going to try and jump that fence. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, there's a there's a there's a there's a defense in like in, in being protecting. Like, you yes. don't have to crack my window if you're going to steal my. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I would leave the windows down, and there were times I would come out to my car, and there'd be like four or five of these dudes sitting on my car, just smoking joints and stuff. And I come out, and they'd be like, "Jay, what up? When are you going to sell me this car, man?" I'm like, "I'll sell it to you right now." And they go, "How much?" I go, "Twenty two hundred." Like twenty two hundred. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, what do you want to pay?" And they're like. <laughs> I don't know, how about You're putting a, dents in it right yeah, now. Yeah. They're like, how about 1100? I'm like, nah, man, you got to get up to 22. You got to get a two in front. Like, and it was. And they were like, you're never going to be buddies with those guys, but you did have like a nice neighborly experience yeah. with them. And, yeah. And one, one Mother's Day, I had bartended like brunch at the bar I was working at. Yeah. And I come it's home. Fucking nightmare shift. Worst shift of the year. What, Mother's Day? Mother's Day brunch? Are you kidding me? I, I hate yeah. Why? Have you worked? Were you waiting tables? Oh, I waited, waited tables, tin and bar. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just everybody wants their mom to have a nice day, and everybody's mom is there. You know, like mimosas, mimosas, and just people who don't go out to eat a lot, so their etiquette is off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come back from brunch. You know, it's like five thirty. I'm getting home, and I'm on my street, and a bunch of people are celebrating Mother's Day. It's not like oh, they're gang members. They don't have Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah, they have Mother's Day. Yeah, and they're all dressed up, and everyone's doing their thing, and all the kids who are like you know anywhere from like eighteen to twenty seven are yeah. out in one of their cars, and they're all smoking a joint around the cars, and then the rest of the families are all in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like you would at anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's fucking uh, nuts because that would definitely happen. Yeah, at every, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it might not be weed. It might be booze or you know whatever. But like, there's. Kids doing shit yeah. they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yeah. So I roll up and they're like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Yeah, celeb-. I go, "Happy Mother's Day," and they're like, "Yeah, we're celebrating." They're like, you want to hit this? And I'm like, "Yeah." So I hung out and I was smoking this joint, and then one of the moms come up and she's like, "What are you kids doing? You smoking weed over there?" They're like, "Yeah." She's like, "Give me some of that," and like smoked some. <laughs> and I got to, and I sat there again, like you said, I never 
kicked it with them outside of when I would run into them because we just like very You weren't going to do that, but they weren't like looking for that from you either. Like, yeah. No, but the the point being is when you when you break down the wall of not knowing and you have a conversation and you just Instead of putting up a defense of like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what they're about. They're not like me. And you just break it down to, to mere conversation. You can dehumanize uh, humanize people to realize yeah. like, oh, they're just like me. Yeah, for sure. There's it, no need for me to like think that so, I'm going to So get... this is, does this reach, this is one of the reasons you feel like you are like how you are when you talk to people? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I like constantly. And I think it's something I learned over time. Because I had a fear of not knowing. Oh, we all do, you know. If you don't know, for sure, it's like a scary thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Are you good with dogs? I love dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah I love do you dogs. Have one? No, I can't. I mean, like, just like with well, as much as I'm gone and 220 days a year, you can't have a dog. Oh yeah, it's too much. Yeah. God. My roommate got a cat that's always in my fucking way. <laughs> so you're a dog person. Yeah. Not a cat person. Well, this cat's just so goddamn needy. Like, no matter where I am, if I'm washing dishes, it's going to be under my feet. If I'm like, yeah. If I, and I just, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, see, I, I would think and you she's would like, like that. be nice to it. Be nice to it. I'm like, I am nice to it. But it's fuck. If I'm going to stand right behind you when you're cooking dinner tonight the whole time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man. That's a, that, you'll love that, won't you? Haven't you ever worked in a restaurant? Say behind. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Behind you. Hand to my. Hand on my back, top corner, the, corner, around. corner. Full hands in, full hands out. Totally. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you. That's like cats are normally. My problem always with cats is they don't love. They don't give any love. This one's overly affectionate. Really? Yeah. And in a way, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You ever had like a relationship where you're it's coming to the end and you like try and hold your girlfriend's hand or try and like you know, yeah, you know like of course. be like show give them a little, and then they're just like. No, no, I'm good. I know. That's how, how I am with this cat. Look, <laughs> it's not even coming to an end. It's no, just no, it keep just going. Want, like I, I mean, I swear to God, if it wasn't, if it wasn't home when I got when I get back, yeah, uh, next Sunday, You'd I'd be, be stoked. I, I would be like, if my roommate, if she was like, I don't know where Toby is, and I'm so sad, and I'd be like, I'm really sorry. You're but like, then I would go to my room, and I swear to God, I'd probably be like, oh. Man. You'd be like, do you put signs up? She's like, no. And you're like, I, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sure. The, the, I've read statistics and chances it's are It's just like, it's just going to be, it's bad for the environment. I kind of like. I just, I would be in my room being like, oh my God, it's yeah. so good. Well, I mean, you know. It's also like, pets are like another kid. It's like a kid, you know? You got to take care of a pet. It's fucking nuts, yeah. I'm all Do set. you guys have pets here? No, we have fish. <laughs> Excuse me, we have five fish. And like, I guess yours are still a little young. Yeah, bruh. but even then, dude, like I have friends that are like getting dogs, and I'm like, why? Why are you getting a dog? You have two kids. You're just getting another kid. They're like, no. It's, I'm like, no. It's it's a horrible idea. <laughs> I just look at it like, trust me. I hope someday that I guess that we'll have a dog because I think dogs are cool, and I like cats. We have the nice yard stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not ready to have to like. Train a dog not to pee. Don't poop there. Yeah, with, with with everything you have going. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. ultimately, dude. When I was growing up, my neighbors across the street had a German Shepherd. They had a dog house and a run, and that dog lived outside. There was no fence around that yard. That dog lived in the in the dog house. It was insulated, and then it would be on its run and that's where the dog went i think that's the way it used to be you had dogs and they lived outside yeah in a barn we definitely that's like that's an outside dog yeah 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 like 
I can't, yeah. you know, but people have like dogs and they like, you know, fucking, it's like, you know, treat them like, yeah. I mean, I probably am better. My, my brother has three dogs, two German shepherds and a pit bull in my, and like, and two kids in the house. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is the messiest fucking thing I've ever. Oh, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. German d- shepherds and a pit bull. Yeah. One, and the shepherds, they, sh- you know, they shed and they're like, yeah. they're sweet dogs and they're, they're like, amazing. But, and then the pit bull, Frank is the best. Like he's like, but. I was like, God damn it. I want to sit on the sofa without telling something to move. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, dude. Also, I ne- they ruin shit. Yeah. Well, they're animals. Yeah. So, I mean, so do kids, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, yes. And they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my neighbor, th- that dog, Baron, that was his name. When I was, li- I was little and I would call them and they would bring Baron over to my backyard and I would ride him like a horse. You know what <laughs> was I mean? Was he like, that big? Yeah. He was a big, and I was little, you know? Uh. But like I never, I've never had a fear of German shepherds, but I always had a fear of pit bulls. Okay, this this is the same philosophy of like talking to people. Yeah. So I always was afraid of pit bulls because back in the day, when pit bulls, people started getting afraid of pit bulls, like one at a barbecue in Massachusetts bit a baby's head off and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus it's like just what you were in the news. You know, yeah. like you. So yeah. I was always afraid of pit bulls, and I used to. This one bar I worked at, my bar manager had a pit bull. And I would, like, do the books for him sometimes. And I was at his house, and I was like, bro, like, I, I got to be straight with you, man. I'm, like, deathly afraid of that dog. Like, I can't. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, we'll, we'll bring her in the other room. I'm like, all right. And this thing was so sweet. It would crawl like this along the ground around the couch just to get to my, like, feet. And get you to like it. Because it was like, why don't you want to be around me? And I was just like, hey, buddy. And I was like, I'm like, it's dog's going to f- sense snap. my fear. That's the, and that's the fear is with pit bulls especially is that they're, like, they're just going to snap yes, one day. exactly. Like, like a PTSD kind of thing or yes. something. Yeah. And now I've finally gotten to a point where like I can like be cool with a pit bull. I still am a little cautious of like getting my face up to their face. It just like yeah. freaks me out a little. I get it. Uh, I wish a... I didn't, but it's like if I knew one, maybe you should, <laughs> <laughs> you should get a pit bull. You should get a pit bull. I don't know about that. <laughs> what? I, feel, I feel like I'm more of like a like a, a like a like a black lab kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, these glasses make you feel like a black lab yeah, kind of guy. Know. Yeah, honey. Like, yeah, call the dog. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the dog's name? I don't know. I love that your brother's dog's name is Frank. Yeah. All's I want. All's I'm seeing right now for that black lab is Charlie. Let's <laughs> see. That's a dog name. Yeah. I don't know if Frank is a dog name, but Charlie. No, is but a, that's what I love. Yeah. I love a dog that's not named. Frank's a Polish plumber. Like it's not, it's not. Frank, what do you think? He's like, yeah, I think it's gonna be eight hundred. I got to fucking snake it, and you know, then we'll see. I mean, might not, have to get yourself a new shitter. Until I snake it, I don't know anything. Yeah, you know but what I, mean? I mean, we might have to put a new pipe in. We'll see. We get Russian plumbers. Everyone in my neighborhood, like anytime we need a plumber, our heating, it's uh, Russian dudes. Really? Well, definitely the heating and AC. For Christmas, uh, two years ago, I was cooking and like I peeled all these potatoes and put it down the garbage disposal. Not Fuck a good it. idea. Yeah. Real bad. Clogged it, and like it was, and I ca- had to get a plumber. Like we're, it was done. It was cashed. So these two dudes show up, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and they were like, uh, "What'd you do?" They were from <laughs> Philadelphia, two Philly guys. Like, "What'd you do?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I was peeling potatoes, and like 
can't put potatoes in there. I'm like, I thought like that's the whole point of a garbage disposal. You can put like stuff in there. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. You can't put anything in there. It's just to catch maybe little stuff, but you can't be throwing. It's not like a devouring thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, and they're just like talking to you like you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were just super nice. But I'm like, they're out here on Christmas Eve. You know, like my whole family's not my family. My wife's sister and kids. So like they're all there. So these guys are like. All right, we're, it, you know, it's, we got to get to your exterior. I'm like, all right. And they undo this thing, and they, I don't know what they did, but they yeah. figured it out, right? So I'm like, can I make you guys a plate? And they're like, nah, we're all right. We got to get out of here. You know, it's the busiest day of the year for us. And I go, really? And they go, yeah, Christmas and Thanksgiving, two busiest days, because everyone's doing what you're doing. They just <laughs> think you can put it down. And I'm like, because everyone's doing what you're doing, doing, Jay. So I'm sitting there Christmas Eve, and so there's the one guy who's like the business guy, and then there's the other guy who's just there. The hands. The yeah, hands. Yeah. The hands. And the hands guy is standing over here in the middle of my living room, and my niece and nephew and my kids are all sitting there kind of looking at him. He's kind of a strange dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's staring at the Christmas tree. Or they don't see a lot of dudes like this dude. No. Yeah, exactly. that's, a better, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Exactly. And he walks across. He's staring at the Christmas tree. He walks across the room, goes up to the tree, and just goes, that's a good tree. And then walks right back to where he's standing. And, like, I'm loving it. I yeah. think I'm like, this guy's the Because you're an East Coast guy, too. So you kind of yeah. like that. You like that, uh, that attitude. That there's a... I guess, uh, attitude or like just the way those people people are out there just kind taking of taking it in yeah yeah, yeah. and a guy like, who's just like hey I'm here I'm in your house whatever yeah and his brother's like doing paperwork guess how much guess how much it cost for that for them to just that they were there for maybe 35 40 minutes I'm gonna guess there's like a call fee I bet because it's a holiday they're charging Christmas extra Eve, yeah. yeah they there's like a weird thing they're busting your on there with the actual service itself everything and clean up and maybe some some kind of variable because they had to go outside <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe 625 it's a very good guess i think it was 595 jesus it was definitely had a five it was a lot yeah and i was just looking at it and i'm like you know i had to pay i gotta go it. return my son's bike that i got <laughs> I love it. Unfortunately, you can't have it. I'm yeah, have to take yeah, that yeah. back. It's just plumbers are open on Christmas, but not, but not toy stores. Not toy stores. Um, yeah, it was just like you got to pay it. You know, it's like I got to cook a dinner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we couldn't cook dinner. Yeah, and also that's one of those things. Stuff like that when it happens on holidays or like kind of like sh- like in the middle of something like that, you're like. I'm just going to pay this and say fuck it because yes. I want this is the more important thing. There, there's yes. a small blessing if you can if you can just be like, we're just doing it this way today. Like, yeah. yeah. There's I know normally things. I would freak out. If it was Sunday and I was just making dinner, I'd be like, 595, bu-, like, but everybody's there, so you're, you're yeah. kind of forging through. Yeah. Yeah. Certain tons of things that you're like, fuck it, spend the money, it's going to be enjoyable instead yeah. of like, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like what I'm gonna ruin everyone's Christmas because I'm, I'm gonna piss and moan over a thing I caused. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, over six hundred dollars that I probably a lot of the time I would be like I don't even know where I what I did with six hundred dollars. I'm just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just like when you look at it and you're like that's you know one of the, I think that's just getting older. Where like younger I'd be like fuck it. You know, first of all I probably wouldn't be cooking for also. 10 first people. of all, there was no way I would have. If younger and I ruined a garbage disposal, yeah, that thing would have stayed ruined. Like, hundred percent. Like, I just be like, hey, don't. We got a bathroom sink. I put a piece of paper over it. 
Yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah. 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 That's the way you say. Don't use the garbage disposal to anybody who walks into the kitchen. Don't even use that sink. Do you cook? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I like to. Um, I've been spending so much money eating out lately. Well, I mean, I can't. Well, like on like even when I'm so home, like yeah, I, I just know. order out because uh, it's easy. Yeah. Support for the through line with Jay Larson comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Listen, if you've tried manscaping with hair clippers before, you've probably found out it's not a good idea. Maybe you've tried scissors, not a good idea. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has the proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your voice. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. You would never use the same trim in your face as you would down there. That's not cool, man. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why not use deodorant where else you get smelly? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Larson at Manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. So right now, if you go to Manscaped.com, you get 20% off and free shipping with code Larson. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code Larson. We're back after a quick bathroom break. Yeah. For, uh, I was just telling Shane, no, I, I got asked to do this gig, and I was like, uh, you know, the money, there, there's basically like no money. And I was like, oh yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it for no money. And they were like, well, we could give you, um, we have this trade system where we could give you like a three night trip to Mexico, and to stay at this like resort, um, you know, not not paying airfare or anything like that. Like you have to get yourselves there and stuff. So I was like, all right, you know. So, so hold on, you got you had to fly yourself in. No, the gig was in L.A. I hosted this event in Los Angeles. Oh, oh, I like, see. Okay, okay. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I'm just like yeah. we can't pay you. But we I thought you were doing this. a gig at oh, the. Oh no, 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 no. Excuse me. Although I did just get offered something like that. Yeah, I've been offered those kind of things before. Like, too. oh, you come to this place and you perform, and you're just like, um, all right. So is there pay? And they're like, well, you know, there's a little bit of money, but you get to stay at this resort. It's all inclusive. It's an islands, and you're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. I mean. I get it. I mean, for some people, that's a nice gig. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't, and I'm not trying to turn my nose about it, but I'd like, if I'm not working, I'm not making money. If I'm not making money, I'm not working. Like, that's, yeah, exactly. yeah it's like, I get that, that that's a nice thing, but like, to me, that's like, well, then just pay me money, too. If you can afford to give this away, yeah. like, yeah. And it's not like, the other thing is, like, I'm not like, they don't, you know, looking forward to that show. We have a different job where people are like, yeah, but you're gonna be having fun, and you're like, nah, I'm yeah. still working here. All right, yeah, ask the video editor to do all this for free. Ask this person yeah. to do all this for free. Be a dentist for free. Yeah, like it's not it's the same. You know, I got a bi cuspid that needs work. Yeah, I, I got my lateral incisor, man. I got... How's your teeth? You got good teeth? There, are, I think I need to go see a dentist. Honestly, when was the last time you went? Oh God. Oh boy. Yeah. How many years? More than eight. Mm, probably not that bad. But, okay. Yeah. yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, I guess. Only reason I say that because my wife got on me on it, and they were like, "We got a lot of work to do," and it's been like a year and a half, and I'm finally in the clear. You feel M- better? Do more than that? Do, Three years of yeah. work. Do you oh feel yeah. Like, you know they say like so much stress and mental and body health comes from how well like, you maintain your teeth. I'm sure. Yeah, it was weird. I was in Portland. And this guy was a dentist who's like kind of a comic or whatever, trying to be a comedian. He's yeah. like, if you do my podcast, I'll do whatever dental work you want for free. 
oh my god just yeah. do it yeah I'm gonna, that's like the plan I'm gonna be back out there next month In and I'm gonna be like hey man let's do the pod let's get it let's start let's yeah. start to get this roll one it's like even if it's just drastically discounted yeah I'd, I'd probably be down no. dude in the last four years I've had I never had my wisdom teeth pulled so those all got pulled because I had to have another one yanked out because it got so bad so like the root canal I've never had mine pulled four other pulled right no. I've had three cavities another crown and maybe another crown and then have to wear a mouth guard at night because I grind my teeth at night do you grind your teeth I would I don't know if I do did your jaw hurt in the morning not really okay no, no. do my son I mean like I've never had like a like a girlfriend or anyone be like you were you know like a, yeah. yeah did your wife tell you no and because I don't think it's like loud because yeah. I know like sometimes when I'm stressed I'll just yeah. do that but dude I was at home in Boston with my son and we like you know shared a bed together and I would put him to bed and then I'd hang out with my mom and then go to bed and dude he was grinding his teeth so it was so loud and so screechy <laughs> and I was like oh my god this is the worst and you just and it's because it's your boy too so it's a little like I bet there's even Ugh. like an amount of tension there that's not even like I don't. This isn't like is. having somebody who's snoring next to you. No. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah. You can be like, hey, and I yeah. did. I was like, bro, yeah, you're grinding your teeth. It just hurt. It sounds like it hurts. It's just the worst. Yeah. Um, Sean, you know, well, of course you know Sean Patton. Yeah, yeah, of course. Have you ever do that bit where he talked about like he's like he snores, and then his girlfriend will just like punch him in the back when he's sleeping. He's like, it's not my fault, and also it's not stopping me from snoring like you <laughs> totally. you're like you hitting me doesn't fix the issue that's not doing anything <laughs> yeah yeah you getting out whatever else you're pissed at me about yeah yeah right yeah. like just like yeah but hardcore snoring is like you know it's really difficult yeah yeah um so i feel like you know we were talking before i wanted to know about your web series because i thought it was interesting and it i feel like what you described to me yeah which i want you to describe it again it fits you in such a way. You're a pretty positive guy. Do you think you're a positive no, guy? You're no, not? no, you, no, 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 uh, no. I don't think you've said a negative thing the whole I'm, time we've been chatting. I try to be positive for other people. <laughs> yeah, for, like if this is not. Yeah. No, not even like for if it's applying to me. Yeah. The world is constantly ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not even. I mean, I get that. Yeah, and I'm, but even putting it out to other people means you're like putting a focus on positive things. I get. I mean, I think maybe it means I have sympathy, or you know, like I yeah. like. But uh, I remember my mom telling me as a young kid, like, you know, be positive, blah blah blah. And I remember being like, oh my god, enough with the positivity <laughs> stuff, lady. That doesn't do anything. And then as I get older, I'm like, oh yeah, like it does. Put positive things in the world, and it positive things come back. I'm just more like uh, you can. I guess my version of that would be like I am going to just be a worker. Like I'll work my way through anything. Like so, yeah. like. Even if it is like emotional or something, I will like. I don't think it's positive. I think it needs to be done and handled. So like, I get that. and I guess that is a positive thing. But I don't like. You got this. I don't say that, you know, because I don't know if I got it. You got this, Shane. I really don't like. So I just like. I'm just like you're gonna try as hard as you can. Yeah. And then you'll be very happy that you, even if it doesn't go the way you want, things don't go the way you want. You'll be like, well, you know, you did what you were supposed to do. Like gotcha. that. There's a positivity in that. There's a relief in not um, thinking I left something on the table. Like, yeah, that's a, I like, like that. that's what, and that's why, but like, dude, you it, to be negative and put work into stuff is hard. 
Because if you're negative, you're going to stop yourself from trying, from achieving. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not know? negative, but I'm like, I'm a pessimistic, maybe, yeah, or a realistic. Yeah, I yeah, pessimistic yeah, yeah, yeah. Or realist. Yeah. But I guess that's like, but that's probably one of the reasons I like stand up so much. It is my favorite thing is that I, I am res- responsible for what I am doing yes. up there. You know, like 100%. if something goes bad, I usually know what about it's my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of the time, yeah. I mean, I never try to blame an audience, but I love that. I have blamed audience, and sometimes I, I have too. And sometimes, I I, and they do. Sometimes they deserve to be blamed. Yes, yes, yes for sure. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the web series because I think it's interesting. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's called uh, Shane Torres Conquers Your Fear. We put it out with Comedy Central. Um, hopefully, we get to make more. Yeah. Um, but the idea of it was positive fear factor. So I'd have these friends. I'd ask them what their phobias were, uh, and then we would build a challenge for them to overcome this phobia. Yeah. Like, uh, my friend Molly Austin was afraid of snakes, so we built a challenge oh, with gosh. her having snakes. But we, we start, to, it's corny, too, in a way of, like, we sit in two chairs like this, and I'm like, so tell us about your fear, how did it start, blah, blah, blah. and then we're gonna do, like, a little immersion therapy, so I, like, I made her wear, like, a snakeskin jacket, and then mm-hmm. I showed her a picture of Jake the Snake Roberts, and, like, you know, like yeah, things like, you know, hilarious. dumb fun, yeah. yeah. And then I, like, hit her with gummy snakes and stuff, like, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then and at then the end... eat them. Yeah, I there was there was like forty pounds of gummy steaks. No just, way! You know, I just kind of just kept like I would just casually just like I would just if there's something in a bowl in front of me that can be snacked upon, it's the end of like. Do you know my accountant who I see once a year? They have in every room in the place. The waiting room is a jar of like mini like Kit Kats, Hershey, all that stuff. Yeah. And every year I know I'm going to see my account. I'm stoked because I'm gonna. I can't wait to eat out of those. Yeah, yeah. And his office is another bowl. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're like Jay. You can't have this much of a deductible meal in the great state of Massachusetts. Oh, I don't have to tell you. Have man. a crackle. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I uh, my accountant is based in Pittsburgh. Uh, well, no, this that girl I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Her and I went to. I was spending the weekend with her, and uh, I did radio and the radio guy was like I, I can't go to my Steelers game on Sunday night do you want the tickets and oh. she's like she's hardcore like reps Pittsburgh she's got a penguins tattoo on the inside of her hand the Damn. Steelers, oh yeah she's a total babe and it was so fucking cool and we were like three rows back I could see Philip Rivers screaming at everybody wow yeah but we were there and this guy from this band the common heart that's based on Facebook it's fucking sick band really good mm-hmm. uh what he was music is it? um Kind of like like uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats a little bit like kind of um, really great vocals like some horn stuff uh, oh, cool. not like clap and stuff it's I'll I'll send you I'll tell I'll tell you what, I'll text you like three songs and you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with this guy's voice is great but he was there and he's a fan of mine we were talking and bullshit and and he came over she manages uh, bands and stuff so they know each other oh, and man. yeah uh, and she does but we were sitting there and. Uh, he came over and brought me two beers, and he goes, "Oh, this is my buddy Dave. He's he's my accountant." And <laughs> I was like, "I was like, yeah, I was like, I need an accountant." He was like, "All right, man." And just I just sit on my shit, and then we were just like eating sandwiches, and I was like, "If yeah, this guy's drinking beer and eating sandwiches, like maybe he's not the best guy on a Sunday night to be getting." I don't know if that's the guy I want. It's my guy. It's well, my guy. First of all, you got an accountant. He still hasn't gotten back to me. He might just have all my tax information. You got a dentist in Portland. Yeah. And now, if you see him eating a bowl of gummy worms, maybe that's not your dentist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, so wait, why did you come up with that web series? And like, so then, how did you conquer the snake fear? Or like, what oh, was I didn't the even thing? get that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So you know those um like those uh, 
trashy like spray painted shirts that people will get on boardwalks like yeah, on the East Coast. yeah we did those like in the britney spears uh slave for you video and then we got a boa constrictor or like python one? yeah and we made her dance with it uh <sighs> and we w- wore those and I, I i did it too are those dangerous snakes i mean there was an animal ring i don't know no, if i know there's a ring i don't know but... if, i know molly if if it was a dangerous snake i'm sorry yeah, and yeah. was she freaking out the whole oh time? it was calling through her hair she was just like oh my god yeah I had to yell at her to get a dance, and like there was the director, this guy Michael Wolf was like, "You have to get her to like hold." You know, like he was like, "Cause we were coming up on our lunch break or whatever," and he was like, "He was like, this we're gonna go into overtime. We're gonna, it's gonna be a whole fucking." Listen, we like, cannot pay for her phobias any longer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she will still pay for them. <laughs> yeah. And so he was just like, "Get her to do it," and I was like, and "He's like, now you put it on you." And I just had like I didn't even really have time to think about it. I just had to put it on, and the thing went like slid like it was over my shoulders, and it slid right across my eyes. <laughs> See and, some of the like uh, punishments on um, what the heck's uh, impractical jokers? Do you watch yeah, impractical? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, those guys kill me. They're so funny. They're so funny, dude. And they're sweet to one another. In this yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. They clearly great. love each other. Yeah. Sal's the only one I've met. Sal's the only one I know too. And he is ridiculously nice. You're yeah. Just like, dude, how are you this nice? And so I put that on all the time. But they're he's always smiling and yeah, like always. happy to see people. Yeah. And he's also like he has got tons of fears. So yeah. like uh, yeah. punishments, they've like tied him down in like a box and then put like tarantulas over him and snakes. Yeah, I would do. Yeah. And he's like full blown, like almost crying, being like, guys, 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 <laughs> like freaking. And you're just sitting there like seeing the joy they're getting out of it. You're just like, oh, this is the greatest. Do you know Casey James Salingo? No, but I that's one of the greatest names of all time. He's like a Vermont guy, he lives in New York. Funny guy. Like yeah. we uh Casey James what? Salengo. Salengo? Yeah. God, did he have a fucking <laughs> funk band in the seventies? <laughs> no, he's he's the whitest dude you've ever seen. God. Uh but he's well, he was one of the guests and he was, his fear was that nobody likes him. <laughs> so we had to think of it. So one of the things we did, we took his half hour special and we removed all the laughter from it and made him watch it. Oh my god! Yeah. So very. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah. It was. It, I. That was like the one I was just like, this is. This is mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like, and it, we're trying to be positive the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and we just printed out like his lowest performing tweets. Oh and my god! And so wait, how did did you? What was the final thing? Uh, we hired all these paid actors. And we put nameplates on him, like mom, dad, girlfriend, and they just said mean shit to him. And he had to, like, stand up for himself to these oh people. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, hopefully Comedy Central wants to make more of them. Um... They're not watching, dude. We think they're like, oh, shit, Shane's doing Jay's podcast? We I think they check might. That out. We both done half-hour specials with them. You're goddamn right we have. What year did you do yours? 2011. Okay. What about you? 17. Uh, I think, yeah, seventeen. I remember. I remember your uh, your inclinod joke. My what? Did you did you make up facts? Your make up facts joke? Oh yeah. Was it was it seventeen fifty five? Yeah, the, yeah. The incarnation. Yeah, the incarnation. I called it was it one the, of my favorite jokes I've ever. Come yeah, it was. I remember thinking it was so funny when you did it. I don't. It's never really gotten legs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's just like something like I don't know. I used to always. I've always looked at stand up like. Oh, once I have a joke and it's done, it's done. Like if I put it out, I'm the opposite. I kind of just like leave it. I'm oh, like, that part I'm I'm with you on. Yeah. But like I, I like I think a joke is not done until you put it on something. Yeah, like, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then, but then there's like certain like so much you can only wait so long to get an opportunity to put it on. And also, like you lose your legs in it. Like you like even if you did love it at one point, it's just like I can't play this fucking thing anymore. No, I can't you do lose it. passion to yeah, do it. Yeah. It's not like a song where every time you get into it, you're like. 
fucking. You know, I was telling somebody else about that. You know, like that's like the big comparisons. Like Always. you just yeah, they got to play songs that they. You know, that's what people want to hear. They don't have to come well, like up the with Rolling it. Stones are still touring on the same stuff for 40 years. It's fucking crazy. And it's like, they're doing that. And, like, I know comics will be like, see, they just have to play the stuff they already know works. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's f- true. And that there's a comfort in that. But I, was like, I also think it's like, there's a tragedy in that they they have to still do those songs all yeah. the time. They have to be tired. But also, the other thing I was thinking was like, it's an opportunity. The fact that they want us to have new things that are great yeah. is really difficult but it's better than just saying the jokes i've been saying yes yeah. comedy is also an element of surprise you know what yeah. i mean it's like so you can only be surprised so much whereas, and you can't be surprised by a joke again if you remember it you can't you like can, it because delivery is still like even last night where we did a show together last yeah. night and i was like everyone knew what the punchline at least an idea of what it was going to be because it's like coming off of like something I, I can't remember what it was. You know what I mean? And then I give it, and it's a brand new joke. But they know where they're leading. They're, they know where it's going. Yeah. But, and I was like thinking that in my head. I'm like, oh, they all know where this is going. But it got like a huge laugh because it's coming from me. It's coming and, in our delivery. It's and the also, way there's we a relief in like when they're waiting for you to do it. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. That's a, that whole jo- the joke I did last night that I opened with was the same thing. It was just like, they know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's just. Like, how long is he going to do this Is be- yeah. becomes the joke yeah. to some regard. Yeah. There's also, that's such a great room. Yeah, oh, that that, that place that, is that special, fan, legitimately special. Yeah, those fans are there for comedy, and they want to see you make them laugh. So they're, like, on board. And they want to be excited by you. They want to see new stuff. Yes. Yeah, and they like, they're not showing up for the idea of comedy, which happens as a, at a lot of comedy clubs. People yeah. just show up for, like, I'm gonna go see a movie. I don't know what do you want to see. Let's just go there and see what's playing. Like that's yeah. kind of the approach a lot of comedy clubs have, which is yeah. crazy good because the good clubs are like, if you like this person, you'll, you'll like, like this, this person. person. Yeah, yeah, like they think about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, but at the same time, the Rolling Stones. You think there's ever a time that they're gonna play under my thumb where they're not like gonna give it everything they got? Yes, they probably. Oh, you do? I a hundred percent do. I think they're just like fuck. All right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're gonna give them a show. You know, like because they're. Cause they're they're legends, you know, yeah. like, so... Of course. So they're, they're, they might be the exception to the rule. Yeah, but Oasis, or, on the other hand, was probably like, oh, we're going to fucking wonder. Yeah, again? yeah, they, they might have be like, tired of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was listening to... Have you listened to Brian Koppelman's podcast? No. Uh, it's called The Moment, so he just, like, it's just like he interviews people about when they figure out what they want to do with their lives professionally. Oh, cool. And he was interviewing that band, uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Because yeah. he, like, he was an A. spotted the yeah. ocean. Yeah, and he was like, will you guys play that song? And they were kind of, it kind of seemed like they were, like, maybe a little hesitant. He goes, or he was asking in a way, he's like, hey, they, like, knowing that they may not want to play it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, he was, I think he was being considered as a better way to put it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll play it, of course. But, like, even that, you know, like, you know... The person interviewing you is thinking about you if you actually want to play the song. Yeah. So it's a real thing is what the point of trying to get. Yeah, yeah, and then they're no, like, yeah, of course sure. we'll do it. Yeah. And there's other bands that like faded out because they just couldn't do it anymore. Like, yeah. There was this band I loved in college, The Samples, and I loved them to death. And they had like five albums and they were like a college band. Like yeah. they would play colleges. And then they just kind of like disappeared. And we'd found out, you know, that the lead singer just kind of was like, nah. Like everybody was like, we need to like go mainstream. He's like, nah, that's that's not what I want to do. I want to like just do this. And so they fell apart. And like, so one night I'm in San Diego doing the comedy store, and I'm smoking a cigarette outside. It's a long time ago. And uh, 
there's this guy there with this girl and we're all talking he's like yeah man i thought you were so funny i'm like oh thanks man and uh we start talking he's like yeah you know i used to have a band and i'm like oh that's great man what was your band he's like oh you probably don't know him as the samples and i go are you fucking i go dude are you sean kelly and he's like yeah i'm like bro i'm like i'm a huge fan little silver ring i started like naming songs and he's like oh well i go what do you what happened what fucking happened man you should have him on I mean, I probably could, you know. I mean, that'd be an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm just down here recording some stuff. And like, I mean, they probably were set and like had made enough money that they, you know. Yeah. But it was like, he's a talented guy and he just kind of Yeah, did. super. And he's got an amazing voice and I loved that band. And he just was like, yeah, it's just not what, you know, sometimes you get into something thinking it's going to be something and then the curtain gets pulled and you're like, yes. oh, it's actually this. I know so many, I bet we know so many comedians who were like, I wanted to have fun and thought this was an interesting way to do this. And and then, like, you get further down the road because there's this immediacy in comedy for people to be like, you have to take it seriously and you have to make it a career. You know, yeah. it's already hard enough. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and then I think some people get caught up in that and being like, well, maybe I don't love this as much as I thought I did, but now I feel like I'm too far down this for road. Sure. So now I have to go to, you know, Pocatello, Idaho once a year. And, yeah. you know, like, and I think that's really sad. So I think the courage to walk away from something is kind of, you know, like, even if it is something you love yeah yeah and another this is like something that i i always think about is like you know like misery loves company and it's also like people aren't gonna rally around you if you're gonna leave something because you have this principle or some idea you know what i mean like if if you're a comedian and you see someone getting out of comedy you, you might not be like, hey, great idea, man, because you have this thing in the back of your head, like, oh, shit, do I need to get out of comedy? Like, why is he getting out yeah, of yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's especially hard for someone who, like, gets out because if you're getting out, the other thing with comedy and the entertainment business is, like, could be right around the corner. That is, that's the could thing is right you see the, the burst, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, you know, like, I was telling myself that the other day. I was, like, I was at the cellar and I was sitting with all these other comics that were you know, more so have done very well and just in there and we're all working. And I was like, maybe it's just right around the corner. You know, like that, yeah. that life is not that far away. Cause like I was talking with some of them and I'd be like, this guy's like the richest person ever, you know, like, yeah. and I was just like, but I don't think he's so much better than me that it's not possible. Like maybe he makes smarter moves than I do. Yeah. But like, as far as like on stage, I was like, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, you know, like, but like, I don't feel I wasn't I wasn't quaking in my boots if I had to follow him or go up before you know like any of oh, that yeah any of that kind of stuff and uh, that's the best by the way yeah is when you get to that point where you're like oh I don't care who I go at when do yeah, I go yeah, yeah I'm, right. I'm gonna go hit this motherfucker in the mouth too yeah. yeah yeah like that's the only person I ever like am terrified of is Dave Attell when he goes up because it's yeah. he's the funniest person alive to me like everything yeah. the way he works it's 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 crazy to watch yeah. and I can't ever stop laughing when I watch him and I and I'll still follow him and I'll still do okay you know like yeah. you know or better than okay but he just like you're just like Jesus Christ this guy's like it's like watching to me I've used this analogy a lot but it's like watching Michael Jordan play basketball it's like clearly this is the best guy on the floor mm -hmm. and then everybody else is probably pretty good but Scotty yeah. Pippen can still throw up a triple double the yeah, same yeah, game yeah exactly yeah and I've found and recently, also it doesn't mean I can't be that guy at some point no and I've had like this experience recently where I've gone been in a position at the comedy store following studs yeah that are talking on stage about how much they can't stand people that are just like me like they're not talking about me, but they're just like not for the idea of what I am. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I have to go after it. 
And I was like backstage. I'm like, oh shit, how is this gonna go? And then I got up, and I, I all I did was call attention to it, uh. and it crushed. And then I went, I went right into my thing, and I was like, oh, they can laugh at that person for what they're saying, and at the same time, they can enjoy you for what you're saying for sure. And yeah. it was just such a relief and a realization that like, there's no need to get worried. You're gonna funny is gonna conquer. Address funny. it. You yeah. know, you you can't say you can't have like a big hunk of shit on your face and not talk about it if no. you're up there. But like. Whatever that is, you have to get in front of it. Yeah. 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 Um, well, this was awesome. Dude. This was a blast, man. Thanks for having you me. making the time. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Shane You're Torres right. That drive to town. the west side isn't that bad. It's not, man. You just got to pick your spots. Yeah. You were you were on your high horse about it in the green room last night. You were, you were so bad. Like, because you were like. You want You were like, me, people from the east side act like going to the west side is the end of the guy. But people from the west side go to the east side all the time. Our air's better where we're at. Our water is better. Like, you were going nuts. And then I, then I was like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Yeah, and then you got over here. You're like, man, is it, do you always have a breeze like this? Like, yeah, I did, yeah. Always. I truly did. And I was like, man, I love these little beach houses, man. You know it. Yeah. You're the best, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it.